This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. This is your host Meryl Vandermeer, and today in episode 80 we're going to talk about creative ways to use Zoom. As I have been for the last few weeks, I'm coming to you out of my walk-in closet because it is the only room in the house that is available to me right now while everybody is home and working from home. I also have one of my cats in here with me because he refused to stay out and one of my son's kittens is outside wanting to come in. So who knows how this is going to turn out, but let's give it a shot. Before I get into today's topic, I just want to remind you again of the high school challenge that is being uh, put on by our sponsor, Funder Funder Academy. It is currently underway and students can continue to register until May the 10th and they have until the end of May to actually finish the challenges. So how it works is that students get 30 challenges. These challenges all help them learn about getting into college and different things that are involved um, with college, how to get money for college, how much it's likely to cost, different types of colleges, that kind of thing. And each of these challenges earns them points. The students with the most points will win prizes. There are gift cards ranging from $5 up to $50, and there's also a grand prize of $150. Quite a few students are going to win money. So if your child just does a reasonable amount, they will win a gift card. The $5 ones uh, are for everybody who does a bare minimum amount of work. And, and the challenges are fun. And right now, while students uh, have more time on their hands, this is a perfect thing to enroll them in. You can find the link to the High School Challenge in the show notes page at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com or just go to fundafundacademy.com and look in the store under contests and you will find the High School Challenge there. It does cost $5 but you'll see there's a lot of free things thrown um, in and plus as I said everybody can actually win the $5 back. So let's get back to our topic on creative ways to use Zoom. I have been using Zoom for the last few weeks in a group setting because our co-op went online and I've also started playing games with my Science Olympiad students online. So just before I start to give you some ideas, both um, ones that I've done and ones that other people have done, let me just give you some tips. The free Zoom will only work for 40 minutes if you have a group of three or more. If it's just two people, it might even be two or three people, then you can carry on for longer. Um, obviously, what you could do is you could have two back-to-back -back meetings set up. And so once the first one finishes, you could move straight to the next. I know that's a workaround many have been using if you need more time. The next thing is that you can mute the the people in the room with you. So obviously if you're doing this with perhaps a bunch of your your children's friends and you're just having a fun um, uh, afternoon together and you're playing the host and they're all talking at the same time, you can either mute them individually, you can mute everybody at the same time and you can even make it so that they can't unmute themselves. If you are for whatever reason um, using screen sharing to show the kids something, the kids can uh, annotate and 
um, there is a setting that you can see who's annotating. I had this in my one um, class where it said kids keep drawing all over the show. If you don't need the whiteboard, the easiest thing is to simply disable the whiteboard. Then you can still share your screen and nobody can draw on it. If you want to highlight one of the students, so typically as somebody speaks, that person comes into the center and is like the big picture. But if you want to particularly focus on a specific student, maybe they're not even speaking, there you can actually go to that student under the list of participants or friend, doesn't be student, whatever it is. But you can actually set that video to be the spotlight video. And then they come in the middle. So I used that in my one class when the kids had made origami and I wanted them to show what they'd done and I spot, I went, put the spotlight on each one so that we could have a look at it. And then the last tip is there are breakout rooms. Breakout rooms is literally being able to put a bunch of people into a room by themselves. So um, in my history class, when I've wanted them to come up with um, answers to questions and they're meant to be doing small group work, that's what I have done. You could also, if they're coming up with creative ideas on something or whatever it is, for whatever reason, if you're wanting to divide students into or people with you into a couple of groups, you can, um, you'll see at the bottom these little thing that says breakout rooms. You can go and click on that and you can create as many as you want and either randomly put people in or you can choose who goes in where. Then you yourself can cycle through these. You can ask to be put into each. So the negative is you can't be in all of them at the same time. It's just like a physical room. You can only be in one place at a time. So you don't want to do this if you think that the students or whoever's with you is going to misuse this. But um, I've been able to use it quite successfully. So let's now go on to some creative things that I know people have been doing with Zoom. The first thing is something that my youngest daughter has been doing to help keep her accountable and to make it more fun. And in fact, actually, my one son's girlfriend has been doing the same thing. So you can exercise with a friend. Now, there's two different ways of doing this. The first thing is if you attend a same class. So I know that's what... Um, my son's girlfriend's been doing they've been doing the same I think it's been a yoga class they have both got subscription to the same class or maybe it's a free class and they get on and they're both watching it on their own screens but they're doing it together and so they have zoom up and they sort of watching each other sweat and struggle and talking in between or huffing and puffing whatever it is um, what my daughter did though was she actually got zoom up and she shared it because she has a subscription her friend doesn't so she shared her screen with her friend and they both worked out together and it just made it more fun and you know somebody else is doing it with you the next one which I have mentioned in some of my other um, recent episodes is babysitting now obviously you can't really babysit a baby but slightly older babysitting where um, your teens can get community service like this or even if you know of a mom that maybe has kids sort of in the six through nine year old age range and they're just driving her crazy you could say come on let's read a book together and you could read and show them the pictures get them to read to you you could um, tell them to all bring their legos and maybe you also have some legos and you have a build session together and you see who does the coolest builds anything like that where you're just sitting and chatting and you're doing something together and you're just keeping the kids occupied could be a real lifesaver for um, perhaps even particularly single moms who are really struggling at this time. Then how about hosting a quiz night? That's what I've been doing with my Science Olympiad kids. Um, any, If you're a 4-H group leader or any kind of youth leader, you may want to do this. It's really easy. Um, I've been doing it with three different uh, quiz game shows. The one is Kahoot, then there's quizzes and there's Quizlet Live. All of these have free plans and that's all I'm using. 
and I haven't even been setting up my own I've literally just been using ones that are there obviously you can create your own if you have the time I don't uh, Kahoot um, shows the question on the main screen so I have to share my screen and then all the students both have to have um, obviously a laptop up that they're watching the zoom because they're watching mine and then they have to have another device that they're actually playing on quizzes you can actually just sort of get it started on um, zoom and then they could even use the same laptop and just open a different window because they actually see the questions I think on their own devices and can correct in that but you want to see who's the leaders and everything and that's why you want to keep a, a zoom going so everybody can see who's winning and then Quizlet live is you probably know Quizlet it's like a, a flashcard um, online flashcard game and it also has quizzes and other things built in but it also lets you do this live version which I until recently had only done literally with in a live situation and what happens is the kids get divided up into teams because it live automatically they get onto the into the room and then it divides them into a number of um, teams and that is done randomly and then the students in the team they're all going to be seeing the same questions but only one of them has the correct answer so they have to talk it through and decide who has the right one and then that person clicks and uh, you can see on the leaderboard which team is winning so it's a team game and I did this by putting them into the breakout rooms I first went on to Quizlet Live got the actual game going and once it was it was going um, they all logged in and I divided them into the rooms then I literally went back into Zoom set up the same number of breakout rooms and I assigned the students to the breakout room they were in. I, I did this by the way just by taking a photo with my phone so that I knew who I was putting in. And then you hit go and they stay in the rooms and together they talk through who has the right answer and you can see on um, I stay just in the main one and I could see who's winning they can also know when one team has won and if you just literally say play again in Quizlet live you can play that with the same group so you don't have to keep changing your breakout rooms so I would suggest that you choose a Quizlet that has lots of questions I think I had one that's 75 so it just picks any random ones within that and the students have to get 12 correct in order to win and if they get them incorrect they go backwards so it's just a, a different way of doing it you could also obviously just do a very simple quiz type of idea where you read out a quiz question and then the people have to um, type in the answers in the chat and you could make it that they just send the answers to you in the chat so not um, to everyone and then you could just score depending on how many kids you have all those who get it correct get a point and you could even designate maybe your husband or somebody comes in as the scorekeeper and they keep track and they could even have their own zoom and the children all know that they have to send the answer to him and he's the one that keeps track of what's going on so that's another way of doing a quiz night or quiz afternoon then the next idea is a game night now I'm going to link to um, an article on slate.com which gives a whole lot of different ideas of board games but I'm also just going to tell you a few that I know that some of my kids have done one of them is Trivial Pursuit my son when he was still in York before he moved in here they had played um, that a few times and what happened is they would set up one of them would set up the board and then the rest of them when it was their turn they all had dice with them they would throw and they would say to the person who had the board where to move it and that person was um, had a camera I think had a phone or whatever set up on the board and obviously logged 
that extra one into the actual Zoom room so that everybody could see the board as well as they could chat and somebody would answer. And I think, I'm not sure if just one person asked the questions, obviously two people have more than one um, play, perhaps playing in the same place, or if they all had a drill pursuit, so they could all just ask out of their boxes. But you could see how that one would work fairly well. But I know other people have played games, and so the Slate.com gives this example where you're actually even moving around the board. So whether you both have the same board set up or whether you just explain to somebody what you want done, but whatever it is, you might need to mirror it in each other's, but it takes a little bit more time, but it is possible. However, I did also discover, well, this was actually my, um, again, my son's girlfriend, I have to give her kudos here, told me um, about one of my favorite games, Codenames, which you can actually play online now. Again, you're going to want to have Zoom up so that you can be discussing what you're doing and or somebody sharing this actually through Zoom would work. And it's on horsepaste.com. Literally, that's the name. But it's super simple. And if you know how to pay code names, if you don't, you'll have to just kind of look up and see how to play it. Um, everybody's seeing the same board. And just whoever is the person giving the clues clicks on one that says Spy Master. And so they know what the words are that they should be avoiding and then everybody's obviously through zoom coming up um, with ideas now I haven't yet tried that out but I'm sure it's good it will work and it looks like a really great way of playing code names without having to use your actual board which might be a whole lot trickier to get that working and the final idea I'm going to give you is actually one that a husband of one of my fellow blogger friends Heather Bowen and I'm going to link to her blog in um, in case you want to go and see. She's got a lot of good stuff that she's busy posting on a mom for all seasons, I think it is, dot com. And um, we were just uh, talking about something different. And she mentioned the fact that her husband has been doing scavenger hunts with his um, boys in the youth group or his Bible study group, whatever it was. So what he does is he gives them a number of different items that they need to look for. He'll give them, he'll call out, I guess, like shoe. <laughs> and they will have to run off and whoever comes back first with that item gets a point. And he just gives them different things that they have to look for in their house. And she said it's been a huge success. So that's just a simple thing that you can do just to get kids moving and having fun and laughing together. Um, I hope that you have some other ideas, perhaps the things you've been doing, and that you will come across into our Facebook group, the Homeschooling with Technology community on, on Facebook. And I will put the link again in the show notes, but come and join us there and share what you've been doing so that we can all get even more ideas on how to use Zoom in a fun way. And that is it for this week. I hope that you're all... Um, managing to have fun even if you're having to be more online than usual but that a lot of my recent episodes have been useful in this time when we do have to find creative ways to connect with each other so i'll see you again same time same place next week thanks for tuning in to homeschooling with technology with meryl vandermerva visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.